everyone, and welcome to Trashy Divorces Midweek, Trashy Breakups Edition. My name is Stacy. Hey, friends, I'm Alicia. Thanks for joining us today for the Trashy Breakups, plural, plural, of Sophia Vergara. This one has uh, some twists. This one has everything. Okay, let's... Oh, goodness. Sophia. Sophia Vergaro. So, right after the tremendous success of the television show Modern Family mm-hmm. and her breakout role as Gloria, mm-hmm. Sophia Vergara has become a household name. She manages to be beautiful and glamorous while still being very likable and having perfect comedic timing. Not only is Sophia considered to be one of the most beautiful women in the world, she also has topped the Forbes list of highest paid actresses back mm. in 2020, reportedly pulling in $43 million. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nice work if you can get it. Sophia, happy early birthday, is going to be turning 50 in July of this year. And she's had a pretty eventful life and a few breakups along the way. Yay. <laughs> one of which is particularly trashy. Mm. Let's get into it. I'm going to just do a little bit about her early life and career. And you're going to think I'm messing this up, but I'm not messing this up. Okay. Sophia Margarita Vergara Vergara. There's two Vagaras in her birth name. Sophia Margarita Vagara Vagara was born July 10th, 1972 in Barranquilla, Colombia. She has a large Roman Catholic family, five siblings, lots of close cousins. And Sophia does not always plan to be an actress. She goes to dental school for three years at National University of Columbia. That is such an interesting... Well, I thought about dentistry, but yeah. then Hollywood called. Well, two semesters before graduating, it's modeling opportunities that yeah, are, sense. in fact, calling. Yeah. And at this time, Sophia will marry her childhood sweetheart. His name is Joe Gonzalez. In 1991, the couple marry. Their son is born in 1992. The marriage, though, is short-lived. The couple divorces in 1993 due primarily to tensions between them. Because of her developing career. We've seen this. Mm -hmm. The marriage does not last, but the couple, Sophia and Joe, will stay on good terms. Sophia will tell Parade in 2011, we're still close friends. When Jose comes to the United States, he stays with me. That's great. Yeah. Sophia, always incredibly beautiful. One day, she's just walking on the beach in her native Colombia, and she is discovered by a photographer and once spotted it is not long before she's being just dumped offers to model and do commercials and television acting the whole nine yeah whole nine sophia's first gig was on a pepsi commercial it's kind of exciting (laughs) but even more exciting is her next role it's a starring role in a mexican telenovela Mm. Ooh, right Sophia now, at this point, will relocate to the United States and become a popular Univision television personality, Hmm. hosting a variety of shows. It is in 1995 where Sophia will make a brief but memorable appearance at the American Comedy Awards. And it is after this appearance that Sophia catches the eye of the American public and will truly kind of launch her journey to stardom within the United States. Her film debut happens in 2002 in a film called Big Trouble with Tim Allen and Rene Russo. That's followed up in 2003 by a film called Chasing Poppy. And a few years later, she'll appear in not one, but two Tyler Perry films. Hmm. 
By the end of the decade, she's also wowed Broadway with her stage debut as Mama Morton in Chicago. I had no idea. All right. I just... I, she's super great. Modern, super talented. Modern Family is right. where I first encountered her. I think like many. Well, so it is in 2009 that Sofia Vergara really becomes recognizable mm-hmm. playing Gloria Delgado Pritchett in the sitcom Modern Family. The show becomes an instant hit. It's got a really dynamic cast... Modern Family is critically acclaimed and commercially successful. Modern Family goes on to be nominated for 12 Golden Globe Awards, 25 Screen Actors Guild Awards, and 80 Primetime Emmys. It was a genuinely good show. Of those nominations, the show will win one Golden Globe, five Screen Actors Guild Awards, and 22 Primetime Emmys, which is honestly still pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Sofia Vergara would be nominated for four consecutive Primetime Emmy Awards and Golden Globe Awards for Best Supporting Actress and 11 of those Screen Actors Guild Awards. She also won the People's Choice Award in 2017 for Favorite Comedic Actress. All of this sounds like a pretty charmed life. Living the dream. Yeah, but it is not without family tragedies and a health crisis. So, although Sofia Vergara's professional life, right, is reaching new heights, her family will experience a terrible tragedy when her brother is killed in gang gunfire mm-hmm. in Colombia in 1996. And Sofia personally will experience a major health scare in 2000 when she finds a lump in her neck, which turns out to be thyroid cancer. Hmm. Sofia undergoes surgery and radiation to treat the cancer. Thankfully, that treatment was successful, and she has been cancer-free ever since. Fantastic. This is actually where we're going to stop, take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, because once I get going on the flip of the trash candy that's coming, you're not going to want me to stop it there. (laughs) Good choice. We'll see you on the other side. Hi, everybody. I'm Katie Segal. And I'm Kurt Sutter. And welcome to our new podcast called Pi. People, Influences, and Experiences. Yes, it's sort of the uh, get to know you at a deeper level, the who, what, when, where, and why you are, rather than what it is you do. Absolutely. We're not going to talk too much about what people do. We just want to know about their families, where they come from, you know, what shapes their parenting if they have kids, what shapes their marriages if they're married. We just want to be really nosy. We want to get in there. A deep dive into nature and nurture. And we started it because there are a lot of people that we don't know that we are curious about. Right. And I have no friends. So for me, it's, you know. Try to get them out of the house. Listen to it on whatever you listen to (laughs) podcasts on. Yeah, podcasts, homecasts. Your your podcasting apparatus. Watch it on the YouTube. He's aging himself. Okay, Alicia, bring us to the Trashy Breakups Depot and let's get started. This is a little section of the story that I like to call relationships, murder convictions, (laughs) breakups, and Tom Cruise. Oh, this really does have everything. You just don't want me to stop in the middle of any of this. Okay, Sofia Vergara has had several relationships, some of them short-lived, some of them a little bit longer, some not at all trashy, some are extremely trashy. Sophia will date Miami club owner Chris Pacello in the mid-1990s, and although everything seems pretty great on the outside, it soon becomes evident that 
Pacello is not at all who he appeared to be. Apparently, Chris is connected with the Bonanno crime family. Hmm. And in 2000, her boyfriend was charged with felony murder. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Sophia does not believe in her lover's dark side, though. And she will remain loyal to Chris. She even will use her Miami home as collateral for his $15 million bail. Sweet darling angel Sophia, though, her loyalty is proven to be misplaced because Chris Pacello will end up pleading guilty to murder after providing information on his fellow mobsters, receiving a little bit lighter sentence of only six years in prison. I am not sure how to feel about any of that. Well, Sophia felt like she needed to end that relationship. Good call. Uh, When he admitted his guilt, she was kind of done. Mm -hmm. But she must believe he still has some sort of redeeming factors because the two have remained good friends. Sounds like she's just good with her exes. Good for her. People are like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chris gets out of prison in 2012, and Sophia has been seen frequenting his Miami nightclub. They let him keep the... Wow, I'm surprised they didn't pull the license on that. Or probably other business investors or something. Okay. A source will share in 2014, uh, this is according to the Daily Mail, she was insane about him then. She would have married him then if she could have. Good thing she didn't, I guess. Well, because she didn't marry him, it gives her a real good opportunity <laughs> for the next for the next man to come along. After her relationship with convicted murderer, Ooh, Chris Pacello right. ends. She dodged a bullet. <laughs> Sofia Vergara is rumored to be dating Tom Cruise wow. for a few months. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is according to Tom Cruise, an unauthorized biography. When Vergara got an invitation from Cruise's friend Will Smith to attend a pre-Oscar party, she had no idea she was being set up. She was dazzled by Tom's megawatt smile and amused by the blizzard of phone calls, flowers, and chocolates that followed their first meeting. Go big or go home, I guess. Pretty good. I mean, Mm -hmm. she's going pretty big. She really likes Tom Cruise, Mm -hmm. but she will ultimately decide that Tom Cruise is not the guy for her. He has asked her to convert to Scientology. Mm. And she's Catholic. And she refuses. And the relationship is then... O-V-E-R. Again, based on, you know, his other relationships, I'm going to go with Dodge to Bullet again. Well, Sophia will tell her friends that she was convinced that she would be, quote, struck down by God and burn in hell if she joined Scientology, oh unquote. Okay. <laughs> Sophia, though, always, always a lady loving to love. Mm-hmm. She has a few flings with people such as Enrique Iglesias. And Mark Wahlberg, Hmm. before meeting the man who would provide her with the most very trashy breakup. His name is Nick Loeb. Loeb is a familiar name. It should be. We're going to talk about Nick Loeb. Sophia will meet the businessman, Nick Loeb, at a party in 2010. Now, Nick Loeb is an American businessman and actor. Goodness. I need to tell you, though, that he's just not a regular guy. He is the scion of both the Loeb family, which are the founders of the American Metal Company, Hmm. as well as the brokerage firm Loeb Roads and Company. That's Mm -hmm. one side. The other side that he's the scion of, that I'm not sure, you 
probably aren't familiar with them, the global financial services firm called Lehman Brothers. Okay. So Nick Loeb mm-hmm. is a Loeb. Old money. And a Lehman. But also, here's an interesting twist for any of my trash pandas that are in to research on the Nexium cult. Mm. Goodness, let's see if I can explain this. <laughs> Nick Loeb's uncle is a very famous Canadian named Edgar Bronfman. He is married into Nick's family as well, but he is the Seagram brothers fortune guy, Edgar is, and it is his daughters from his last marriage who get involved with okay. the Nexium cult. Okay. Spiderwebs. Not germane to this story. Not particularly, but... What I need you to know is Nick Loeb has a shit ton of cash from the Loeb and the Lehman sides. Sophia and Nick doing pretty great. In 2012, the couple get engaged and begin making plans to start a family. Excellent. The couple will decide to create embryos through in vitro fertilization and then use a surrogate to carry the pregnancy. Nick Loeb will write an op-ed for the New York Times in April 2015, giving his side of the story. In 2013, Sophia and I agreed to try to use in vitro fertilization and a surrogate to have children. We signed a form stating that any embryos created through the process could be brought to term only with both parents' consent. The form did not specify, as California law requires, what would happen if we separated. When we got engaged in 2012, I began to push for children. As I said in my complaint, so you know it's going to go great. Mm-hmm. My fiance insisted that we use a surrogate. With her eggs and my sperm, we created two female embryos. I was so excited once the lives were created that I began to suggest names we could call our girls. The first embryo we implanted did not take. The second time the surrogate miscarried and I felt crushed. Tough stuff. Yeah. He's continuing to write. A year later, we tried again, creating two more embryos, both females. But as we began to discuss other potential surrogates, it became clear once more that parenthood was much less urgent for her than it was for me. Nick Loeb goes on to explain that he didn't feel that having more children was a priority for Sofia Vergara, and as he approached 40, he gave her an ultimatum. What was the ultimatum, Alicia? Well, I think the ultimatum was we have a baby or we're done. And when she refused to accept the ultimatum, because those typically don't Mm -hmm. go how you think they're going to go. Yeah. Sophia and Nick break off their engagement and go their separate ways in May of 2014. So, right? It's fine. Sure. We're broken up. Dream dissolved. Let's everybody just Mm, move on. Except there's the frozen embryos, right? But you know this breakup is not going to be as simple as that. Because a few months after the split, Nick Loeb calls up Sophia and asks her to let him have custody of the embryos so that he could have a surrogate bring them to term. I'm guessing she declined to let him use her supplied eggs. Yeah, she will refuse. But, you know, Nick, stand-up guy, he offers to take on full parenting and financial responsibilities and just declare her an egg donor. Sophia's like, "Mm, no. And it is here that a fierce seven-year legal battle begins. Seven years. Okay, so it's not actually about getting kids into the world. It's about 
Baby, you're a rich man. Mm. Loeb sues Vagara in 2015 in the state of California for control of the frozen embryos, claiming that she was going to destroy them. She denied the claim. In a statement to People magazine, her attorney said that Vagara was content to leave the embryos frozen indefinitely. But Nick Loeb's court filings didn't just discuss the embryos. He made claims that actress Sofia Vergara was, quote, mentally and physically abusive to him on numerous occasions. Quote, she punched him in the face on two occasions, kicked him and threw her phone at his head. She also routinely bullied him, calling him a loser, worthless, and other degrading names, according to the papers. Tell me again why he wants to have a baby with this person. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know if these are true or false allegations. I'm just saying, like, okay, and you're dead set on having this person's children? It's an odd story, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Sophia will make the following comment when she appears as a guest on the Howard Stern Show in 2015. She will say, There's a contract that he can't do anything. We wrote what we wanted at the time. It's not like a contract where they give it to you right there the moment they're going to take the eggs out. No, they give you this in advance. You see it, you review it. And not only that, we did it two times. Two times and you suddenly want to change your mind? In response to this argument, Nick Loeb claims that he was bullied into signing the contract, testifying in his deposition that he signed the agreement under duress after Sophia berated him earlier that day by being, these are all quoted, loud, intense, bossy, pushy, and irritable, and that he was very embarrassed and humiliated by being put down in front of people. It's weird to see how it didn't work. Yeah, it really is. Buddy, you can go adopt a child. You have the resources. Everything old is new again here. So 2016, Vergara files legal documents asking the state of California to block Nick Loeb from being able to use the frozen embryos without her consent, and she won, and he will appeal. But Nick isn't having any luck in the state of California. So baby, you're a rich man, Nick Loeb, is going to try a new strategy, and he's going to move that lawsuit to the state of Louisiana. I think I was aware that this had happened, too. Because they have extremely, like, pro-fetus laws, I guess. So here's what's up. The state of Louisiana, because officials there consider embryos to be human beings, whereas in California they are referred to as products, he moves the lawsuit to Louisiana, filing it there, claiming that the two frozen embryos, both female, were named as plaintiffs with Nick Loeb giving them the names of Mm -hmm. Emma and Isabella. Nope. The lawsuit states that Emma and Isabella seek that they will be entrusted to their natural father, Loeb, who is willing and desirous that they be born. The new lawsuit... I, I, I don't know even what to say about this. The new lawsuit argues that Emma and Isabella are being deprived of their inheritance by not being born. Nick Loeb sets up a trust in Louisiana in their names, although the embryos are located in California. So because Louisiana classifies a fertilized egg, this is their terminology as a quote-unquote juridical person, which roughly translates to a non-human legal entity, 
Law is weird. Wow, like a business is also a non-human legal. Wow. Mm-hmm. This, this legal stuff gets real weird very fast. So juridical persons. Mm-hmm. Nick Loeb and his lawyers believe that this provides them with a successful route to gain custody of the embryos. They believe the court would rule that they had, the embryos did, the non, what was it, human legal entities, had a right to their trust funds. Um, and could not access those trust funds unless they were born. By virtue of being frozen embryos. Okay. This is, this is quite the theory. I will give him that. This case is thrown out. Okay. Due to appeals court ruling that Nick Loeb does not live in Louisiana, uh, A number one. Problem. A number two has no right to use the Louisiana legal system as a person who is not domiciled in, does not maintain a residence in, does not have the intent to be domiciled or a resident of any parish in the state of Louisiana. I am a little surprised he didn't buy a place in New Orleans just to cover that angle. So he didn't have standing, is no. what they're saying. Correct. Wow. In January 2021, so not that long ago, Nick, after he will appeal the ruling, an appeals court will rule that Loeb's case be dismissed as it had made a, quote, mockery of the Louisiana legal system, unquote. Okay, sidebar. I think Louisiana law already did that, but okay. Nick Loeb was further chastised by the court, Hmm. saying that his filing in Louisiana was abhorrent and then ruled that all documents in the case be unsealed. Hmm. Regarding his appeal in California, because he's taken this to a different state, he's still fighting it in California. Okay, and then did some forum shopping. Just So two months okay. later, in March 2021, a Los Angeles court will reject his appeal and grant Sofia Vergara, remember the stories about her, a permanent injunction and ruled that the contract the couple signed regarding the embryos is valid and binding. The judge cites the legal form directive that both parties signed at the fertility clinic as the reason for the ruling. The judge will go on to state that any action by Nick Loeb to, quote, cause the implantation of the embryos in a surrogate or by other means of gestation constitutes a violation of the form directive, unquote. Nick Loeb said in a statement following the ruling that, quote, the judge was clearly influenced by Hollywood, which is a, <laughs> I don't, yeah, which is a pattern I expose in my upcoming film Roe versus Wade oh, on April the 2nd. My gosh. It's sad that Sophia, a devout Catholic, would intentionally create babies just to kill them, unquote. Aren't they he just in eggs. stasis? Yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness. So okay, so that was the end of his legal travails to try. Yeah, to, he's he's out of court to try to swipe their shared genetic lineage. Yeah, there are others. I mean, it, there are other girls, Nick. Well, and there are other surrogacy options. Like I don't, I don't understand why you'd spend if if your goal is to have children to raise. I don't know why you'd waste seven years fighting. He'll tell to, you to in not his new do film. that. <laughs> Baby, you're a rich man. I have the money to drag this through court, and I'm going to do that. Yeah. But a happy ending. Well, maybe I'm going to rephrase that. Good things happen <laughs> for Sophia. Okay. Sophia, in the midst of all this drama and legal fighting, Sophia will marry actor Joe Manganello. Oh, is he 
Brad from How I Met Your Mother, Marshall's friend. Sexy. Sexy. Marshall's bro. law school bro. Yes. He was in True Blood as well. Mm. He's an actor. Oh, he's, oh, he's no, he, Magic Dad Mike, whatever. It, yeah. He's, he's very recognizable. Joe Manganiello. Whew. Handsome. She's pretty. He's mm-hmm. handsome. Mm-hmm. They seem blissfully in love. These two, Joe and Sophia, will meet in May 2014 while Sophia is still engaged to Nick Loeb. Sophia will break up with Nick Loeb the next month and begin dating Joe Manganiello. Clearly a whirlwind romance because six months later, oh yeah, the Magic Mike and True Blood actor will propose to Sophia. This engagement will turn into marriage. The couple married November 21st, 2015 at Breakers Resort in Palm Beach, Florida. And Sophia and Joe still very happily married. Wow. Ta-da. (laughs) yeah i think i knew a little bit about specifically his forum shopping to try to get a more favorable judiciary basically i'm glad the courts were like hold up you you don't live here no one in this drama lives here I'm, i'm glad that happened that is the oftentimes delightful sometimes trashy interesting <laughs> mm-hmm Action-packed life of Sofia Vergara. Yeah, and weirdly relevant to uh, everything going on today. So they're trashy breakups again. Smart on the Tom Cruise thing. Yeah, for sure. Might have been wise on the Nick Loeb thing. Mazel on your marital <laughs> bliss from us at Trashy Divorces. Well, thank you, Alicia. Thank you, Melissa, mm. who did the heavy bulk of research on that one. Bless her. She's like, you're just never going to believe this story. I'm like, try me. And I <laughs> sure couldn't. Yeah, I had no idea that uh, she had dated Tom Cruise. That's Barely. Yeah, well. That's a trashy breakups wrap. Holy cats. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. We're going to be back on Sunday with mm-hmm. two new trashy divorces. Y'all, until we talk again then, keep your hands clean. Keep your hearts trashy. Always. Big love. Have a tremendous rest of the week. We'll see you on Sunday or on Patreon sooner, friends. Mm -hmm. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacey and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's sydneyvsmith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all. <laughs>